born in the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America Hello everyone and welcome. This is Karen Schoen and you are listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Please go to go flca.org click on micro schools and see how you can get involved in helping to educate America's children it does not matter if they're your children or somebody else's children they are not getting an education how do I know that well I used to be a teacher and what they're learning has nothing to do with the relevancy of what they need to learn in their lives listen to this sentence Community banks are important because they're in the community. Now, who would you think said that? That was our wonderful VP, who I believe is a graduate of affirmative action. Folks, if our kids learned how to read, write, and do math, they wouldn't need affirmative action. Affirmative action is a ploy to make sure that those that are mediocre get what they want and deem as necessary and are often put in the wrong positions because unfortunately they have a lack of common sense. And that's the sad part of all of this. We have a wonderful show today and I have asked a very dear friend and a fellow patriot who has been in this fight as long as I have been. And man, this has been some fight trying to expose what our government actually has planned for us. My friend Karen Bracken is an incredible researcher, and she has done amazing work. Please go to her Substack, which would be karenbracken.substack.com. She is a, she has a new project, and I have asked her to share that with us because this is important. The GOP is not going to help. They're doing absolutely nothing. The Democrats have a playbook. They have already started. What is the GOP doing? Nothing. And they're not helping the grassroots. Help the candidate, not the party. But there are many things that we can do as private citizens. The unfortunate part is we're not doing them. So I have asked Karen to join me because she has started a new group in Tennessee, and it is explosive and important. So she is a founder of the Tennessee Citizens for State Sovereignty and founder of Tennessee Against Common Core. Now, when we were learning about Common Core and Agenda 21, that's how I met Karen. And many of you don't realize Realize that Common Core was a worldwide program put in place by the UN, by UNESCO, with the help of our favorite person, Bill Gates, to make sure that the world was always with an inferior education. Now, why do they want an inferior education? Because if we're smart, we'll ask questions. 
we might have our own opinions, and that is unacceptable in any communist society. Karen is also retired from the, being a district manager from Verizon. She's a wife, she's a mother, she's a grand, grandmother and a great-grandmother. So how does she have time to do all of the things that she's doing? Well, she's going to tell you. Karen, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Karen. And it's great to be with you again, again. <laughs> uh, years go by that this these calls won't be necessary anymore, but that would be wonderful, wouldn't that? Well, you have started a new group, which is very exciting. Can you tell everyone what you're doing? Because I get many emails from people that say, I'm only one person, what can I do? Right? Well, uh, you made a very prophetic, you know, profound statement in that the Republican Party is not going to save us. The next presidential election is not going to save us. And that people need to realize that the states are supreme over the federal government and the people of the states are supreme over the federal government. It was the states that created the federal government. But we have been brainwashed over the years to think that if the Supreme Court says it, we must obey. If the federal government passes a law, we must obey. And this is not true. Um, we have a constitution that has given 18 enumerated powers to the federal government. And that's all three branches of the federal government. The Supreme Court, the judicial system, the executive, and the legislative so anytime they go outside of those 18 enumerated powers, whatever law, executive order, regulation they pass, and this includes the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is not the final arbiter of the Constitution. The states are the, are the final arbiter of whether something is constitutional or not. So there's been a lot of brainwashing, a lot of indoctrination, a lot of lies, a lot of twisting of our constitution over the years. And then we don't teach our children the constitution or the Federalist Papers in school. So of course our children go all through school, never learning anything about their God-given rights. So of course they're malleable, they're easily influenced, they're easily brainwashed into believing whatever the federal government tells them. So anyhow, just a little overview there, but uh, last assembly, last session here in Tennessee, we had a piece of legislation. The bill number was HB 726. This piece of legislation was laying out a process for invoking nullification. It was not legalizing nullification because nullification is already legal. Our founding fathers talked about nullification all the time. So what we or what Representative Halsey and Senator Bowling created was a process for people to actually invoke nullification, because like you said, okay, well, we can nullify, but how do you do it? How do the people invoke nullification? 
Well, this legislation was written. It's a beautiful piece of legislation. Um, it was moving through the House committees. Everybody was really enthusiastic about it. When the bill was presented to the Senate, the Tennessee Senate, they asked for, a, you know, you, you know the process, Karen, they asked for a first and then they asked for a second before a bill can be read or voted on. They got a first, but they did not get a second. And anyone that's been involved in the uh, legislative process at the state level knows that when a bill does not get a second, that's a planned attack to destroy a bill. Exactly. And that's what happened. Exactly. And that goes on in every state, even though the states are different in their own legislation, the control usually ends with the Senate when they table something or just don't vote on it. And they're instructed to kill a bill. Yep, it is. Also, Karen, you brought up. You brought up something very important, and that is the fact that our kids don't know the Constitution. Yeah. The Constitution starts with we the people. It doesn't say we the Jewish people, we the black people, we the white people. It says we the people. The idea of the Constitution was that there was no class distinction. Everyone was equal. And look what we have done to that equality. Well, I, I was so irate when I saw the political games being played with this legislation. Um, I got together with a friend of mine that I've worked with before in other issues, um, David Vance. And I asked him, I said, David, I'm going to put this group together. I said, we are going to make sure that this legislation gets passed in 2024 because it was killed in the Senate the House of Representatives here in Tennessee can resubmit the bill again next year. We run on two-year cycles. So next next year is the second year of our two-year cycle. Representative Halsey will be able to resubmit this bill again because it was killed in the Senate, because it originated in the House. So because the Senate killed it, we can resubmit it. And that I was going to get a group together and work to build that group so that next year we can put some real pressure on our legislators to get that bill passed. Um, so I created uh, Tennessee, it's TN Citizens for State Sovereignty. And our primary goal is nullification to get this legislation passed. And it also is to educate and help other people in other states do the same thing. This legislation and a lot more information is posted. We have a website. Uh, it's tncss.weebly.com. -E and we also have a Substack page that you can sign up for right from the website. Or you can go to Substack, tncss.substack.com. And that's the vehicle that we'll communicate. The Substack is where we'll communicate to our members. The website is where you get educated. Okay. So what actually is nullification? Because that's the confusing part to most people. They would say, oh, I don't want to secede from America. That, that's not nullification. So can you explain that to nullification everyone? Nullification is just saying, I refuse to comply. 
we we the state have determined that this mandate from the federal government is unconstitutional. You have stepped outside of your 18 enumerated powers. And we, the state of Tennessee and the people of Tennessee, refuse to comply with your mandate, with your law, with your regulation, with your executive order. So if there was an executive order that says you can't use gas stoves or some other stupid thing that uh, O'Biden is coming up with, your state would be able to say, well, not in our state. We're not going to comply with that. That's right. And, and right. And, and, you know, you get all the arguments. Well, if you do that, we're going to take away federal funding. If you do that, you're in violation of the supremacy clause or you're in violation of the general welfare clause or you're in violation of necessary and proper clause that, you know, they throw all these things at you. And um, on my website, I have, uh, under the nullification, I have a paper that's called Misconceptions About Nullification, How Our Constitution is Manipulated to Push a Convenient Agenda. And I wrote this paper, and it addresses when they come to you and say, oh, well, you're in violation of the Supremacy Clause. This paper will explain to you the misconception, or lie, (laughs) the misconception, and the clarification. And I'll just give you an example. Um, misconception number one, nullification violates the Constitution supremacy clause. Clarification. The supremacy clause states the Constitution and laws in pursuance thereof. Okay, that means in pursuance of the Constitution shall be the supreme law of the land. In other words, the Constitution and constitutional law shall be the supreme law of the land. The Supremacy Clause does not say unconstitutional laws shall be the supreme law of the land. It basically says that's the Supremacy Clause. Well, isn't that the real job of the Supreme Court is not to make up new laws, but to see how the laws have been passed and if they comply with the Constitution. That was the original job of the Supreme Court. All of a sudden, they're making laws. They're making them up as they go along. And that's where this nullification would come into play. Wouldn't you say that? Right, yeah. And and the Supreme Court does not make law. That's the legislative branch's job. So when they come down and they say, um, well, we have determined that gas stoves must be banned, that is unconstitutional. Like I said, they are not the arbiter. They are not the final arbiter of what is and what is not constitutional. The states are the final arbiter. And if the state determines that the Supreme Court understands all three branches of our government are ruled by the same 18 enumerated powers. There aren't a set of enumerated powers for each branch. There's one set, Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution lists the 18 enumerated powers for all three branches of the government. And you also hear, well, all three branches are equal in their, no, 
all three branches of the federal government are not equal. Our founders made it a point they wanted the branch of government closest to the people to have more power than the other branches. Now, what branch is that? It's Congress. Congress is the branch of our federal government closest to the people. And what differentiates them from the other two, that is the only branch that can impeach. Okay? Okay, so... So that right there says that our... No, I was just going to ask you, the impeachment fact-finding is in the House Mm -hmm. and the trial is in the Senate, correct? Right. The House actually has the power to impeach. The Senate doles out the punishment, okay? The Senate will say, okay... What the House determines, you know, was enough to impeach a president. We determine whether that president stays in office, goes to prison, or is removed from office. So just like Donald Trump, okay, they impeached him in the House. They did not remove him from the presidency. The Senate did not remove him, but he was still impeached. Correct. Right. Okay. So... But think about that, and it's common sense. How can all three branches of the federal government be equal in its power and authority when one branch has the ability to remove a Supreme Court justice? You can impeach a Supreme Court justice. They can also impeach a president. They can also impeach uh, the head of the DOJ. Any... So... That right there tells you that the Congress has more power and more authority than the other two branches. So these are just some of the misconceptions. I think this paper that can be found on the website uh, is very easy to read. It's not long, but I think it's a great uh, educational document to help people when they come down and say, oh, well, you're going to lose federal funding or you're going to, you know, the supremacy clause takes over or the general welfare clause. And to understand, bottom line, the state is supreme over the federal government, not the other way around. I remember going to my CFO, chief financial officer in Florida, and asking them, do we pay more than we get back in grants from the federal government? And the answer was yes. And I said, so why are we sending them money? And then there was a scratching of the head. And he said, that's a good question. Why are we sending them money? This is one of the tools that we have as a state. If your state is a donor state, meaning they give more to the federal government than they get back, you're in control. Your state is in control. If you can, if you can elect people that understand what Karen just said, Karen, I would am under the impression and have been told by many attorneys that constitutional law is no longer taught in uh, law school. It's case law. So how does that work? Well, you know, they can say and be taught anything. You know, it's just like 
uh, people say that President Obama was not a natural born citizen and because they allowed him to be president, well, that set precedent for all future candidates. Precedent does not override the Constitution. So whether our law or whether our current day lawyers were never taught the Constitution, all they know is precedent. Precedent does not override the Constitution. You need to have, you know, an amendment added to the Constitution to change the Constitution. And, you know, that's a long drawn out process. You know, again, it's all these misconceptions that that they use to stand in the way of the people standing up. And, you know, you can not only nullify the federal government, the people of a state can nullify their state government, too. Oh, oh that would be wonderful. Right. Well, this this legislation, this HB 726, it's a very good, it's a 13-page document, but the majority of the document is basically teaching people their rights under the constitution. So it's a very good educational document. And the last few pages, just so people understand the process that they're trying to invoke, there's five different ways that you can invoke if this legislation gets passed. And even if it doesn't get passed, my organization is going to use these five procedures or these five steps to invoke nullification, whether the bill gets passed or not. So it would well, be to have it legal, to have it binding, to have something that we can go to our legislators and say, excuse me, but this is the law here in Tennessee. Okay. Um, the governor, uh, through, an through his executive authority, can issue an executive order to nullify any member of the General Assembly, that be the House or the Senate, Tennessee, any court operating under the authority of the Constitution of Tennessee, any combination of 10 counties or cities may file a resolution of nullification. And this is to the federal government. And number five is a signed petition of 2,000 registered voters of the state may submit a petition of nullification to the Speaker of Representatives. Now, in Tennessee, we have 95 counties. So this law, this step number five, you would have to get at least 25 people from each of the 95 counties to sign the resolution. So you can't just go to your county and get 2,000 people to sign up and say, okay, here we go. The people of Tennessee, you know, want to nullify this. It has to be 25 minimum, 25 people from each one of the 95 counties. Well, that sounds very fair. And it sounds like you will make sure that the information gets out to the entire state, which is exactly what is needed. Karen, I'm going to ask you if you will uh, send me those links as to where these documents can be found. I'd like to put them out and give our audience the opportunity to view them well, and uh I think this is so important. This is a major step, folks. Um, we have these tools. Our problem is not enough people know about them. And that has always been our problem. It is lack of communication. And 
This is so important that we make sure that we understand so that we can pass that information on to our children. And again, I will say, get your children out of those indoctrination clinics masquerading as public schools. So Karen, please tell everyone where they can find you. And folks, I will put this in my information piece on my Substack and tell everybody about your Substack as well. Yeah, we, uh, well, I have my own personal Substack I put out seven days a week, and it's just covering a whole gamut of different things. Uh, KarenBracken.Substack.com. I strongly encourage your viewers, your listeners to visit our website, TNCSS.Weebly.com. Everything I've discussed today is is on there and a lot more. Uh, We are signing up county leaders, because I want a representative in each one of the counties. So in case we need to invoke nullification at the people level, I'm going to have a representative in each county to help us get those 25 signatures. Thank you so much for joining me today. Karen, I am, uh, we are at the end of, I'm going to ask you if you will come back in a, a couple of months and let us know how the progress is going in Tennessee and uh, if you are able to garner enough people to get this off the ground and to get it in where it should be. And that is part of what we will do to fight back and fight this communistic regime that is intent of taking over America. Folks, you have been listening to the prism of America's education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Go FLCA.org. Click on micro school. Learn how you can help. And helping is also making sure that your family, your children, everybody's children understands the rights that they have as American citizens and that we fight for America because America is the last bastion of hope for the free world. If America goes down, our children will not be free for a very long time. Thank you all for listening. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol. 
which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. Working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Please go to goflca.com. And see what you can do to help our children to be educated. I don't know how many of you know, but in 2004, Bill Gates through Microsoft signed an agreement with UNESCO, and that was the United Nations Education, Science, and Cultural Organization. And he signed this agreement so that Microsoft could create worldwide common core, ensuring the fact all of the world's children will be learning the same thing and all of them will be functionally illiterate. And this was his present to the world as he believes he's the world leader. You can find that document online. If you're having a problem, let me know. I'll be happy to help you get it. I stumbled upon a website, which I thought was incredibly interesting and wanted to talk to you about that. It's called StopWorldControl.com. And the author in the website drew a pyramid. And in this pyramid, he has five stages. And in the five stages, he describes the people who are going to control the world. And I wanted to go over that with you. You may want to get your pens and paper because there will be a lot of information. Um, In this pyramid, 
starting from the top, section one are your spiritual entities. And these entities are able to communicate to the cabal through hybrid rulers, psychics, mediums, priests, and they gather in Luciferian ceremonies where human sacrifice used to be practiced. Sometimes they still are, depending the country that you're in. They worship not God, but Gia, Mother Earth. And Mother Earth is now their new God. They even have a pledge. It is the Earth Pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Earth and its sacred parts, its water, its land, and living things, and all its human hearts. This was the Global Education Association, and this is what our children are now reading. In addition to that, what else do these people say? Because we are experiencing a concerted effort to destroy Christianity and Judaism and to replace it with secular humanism, meaning you're worshiping the earth and then, of course, yourself. So you change and you make yourself become the God. Well, it's good to understand this, but we can't understand it unless we understand the motivation of the people that put this in place. So let's see what these wonderful people have said. This was Peter Singer. He was the founder of Animal Rights. And he said, Christianity is our foe. If animal rights are to succeed, we must destroy the Judeo-Christian religious traditions. This is nothing new, folks. These are the people that put together the agenda that we are following today, that our children are reading about in school today. This is in a student textbook, and it's called The Prayer to the Earth. The earth is not dead matter. She is alive. Now begin to speak to the earth as you walk. You can speak out loud, or you can talk to her in your mind. Set your love into her with your exhilaration. Feel your heart touching upon the heart of the planet. Say to her whatever words come to you. Mother Earth, I love you. Mother Earth, I bless you. May you be healed. May all of your creatures be happy. Peace to you, Mother Earth. On behalf of the human race, I ask forgiveness for having injured you. Forgive us, Mother Earth. How did the humans injure Mother Earth? I don't remember being responsible for hurricanes and volcanoes and earthquakes. So that doesn't equate. But this is what our children are learning. And when that happens, well, they get to go home and tell their parents. And then they get to go back to school and report on their parents. So this is instilling in our children, there is no God, your God is Mother Earth. The second group of people that he was talking about were called the families from ancient bloodlines. And these are the Illuminati, of which there are 13 families. And almost everyone that is in the high power, way, way up there, really doing massive control, really destroying everything, are from these bloodlines. 
They run operations for world domination through sovereign states like the city of London, and that's the financial district. They use the CIA, M16, Mossad to mind control the masses through the news media and government propaganda. This was our secret society, often called Skull and Bones. Well, let's see what some of these people had to say. Well, they used the global warming issue because they felt that that touches everyone. And if they can get enough people to not believe reality, which is what they have been working on very hard, and to think that the humans are in control of the weather, then they can scare the people. Well, what did they say? We've got to ride this global warming issue. Even if the theory of global warming is wrong, we will be doing the right thing in terms of the economy and the environmental policy. And that was Timothy Wirth, and he was the president of the UN Foundation, largely responsible for climate policy. Christine Stewart was the former Canadian Minister of the Environment. And she said, no matter if the science of global warming is all phony, climate change provides the greatest opportunity to bring about justice and equality in the world. Oh, does it really? When they're taking away the things that we need to make our life as wonderful as it is and has become, and we're going to go backwards when we have no fossil fuel, no air conditioning. This is a real joy. Professor Chris Fallon said, the data doesn't matter. We're not basing our recommendations on the data. We're basing them on climate models. So what does that mean? That means they plug the climate model into the computer and then they wait for AI to tell you what the climate is going to be. Now, this is the same group of people that can't predict which direction a hurricane is going in until it's almost going there. This is the same group of people that get the weather wrong all the time as they tell me that I'm in a massive heat alert with major thunderstorm warnings. And guess what? Nothing happens. This is the same group of people that's telling us the weather today and what it's going to be tomorrow, and many times they get it wrong. So why are we going to be listening to them? They haven't made one prediction correct. I have heard so many times how the earth is going to explode in five years, in 10 years, and we pass those deadlines, and guess what? Nothing happens. And that is because it is all a massive lie. How do I know? Well, I'll look at Dr. David Frame. He's a climate modeler. He's one of these people that plugs in those numbers. And he said the models are convenient fictions that provide something very useful and scare the public. Do you get what this is all about, folks? I'm really hoping that you do, because by listening to these people and studying them, it makes it easier for us to be able to understand where they're coming from and to be able to say, prove it to me. Tell me how that works. And we're not doing that. We must do that. The next is the third group of people, and this is the banking impermis. 
And these are global corporations, the World Economic Forum, International Monetary Fund, all the I, that's also called the IMF, and the world banks. They control the levels of the people through bribery, blackmail, and mind control. They position politicians through election manipulation. Does that sound familiar, folks? How many times have we had wonderful people running for office that never get any place because the cabal does not want them to get any place? They use ESG to bribe corporations. Oh, investors be damned. We're not going to worry about those investors. We've got to make sure that our environmental government and uh, social scores are in alignment. Otherwise, we won't get that contract. We won't get that grant. We won't get that money. So the population be damned. And that's the situation we find ourselves in right now. Actually, that is called fascism. When the government dictates what a corporation must do, the corporation loses, and that is called fascism. So the difference between fascism and communism is in communism, the government owns and controls everything. In fascism, they allow private entities to own things, but they must adhere to all government regulations. Otherwise, they're out of business. So where are these coming from? Well, let's take a look at some of the people that have said some of the things about this. Do you honestly think that climate change has nothing to do with money? If your answer was no, that's the wrong answer because climate change is all about money. This is the first time in the history of mankind that we are setting ourselves to the task of intentionally within a defined period of time to change the economic development model that has been reigning for at least 150 years since the Industrial Revolution. This was Christina Figueres, who is the executive secretary of UN's Framework Convention on Climate Change. And she admitted that the goal of the environmental activists is not to save the world from the ecological calamity, but to destroy capitalism. Now, Judy Barry, she was the principal organizer of Earth First. She said, if we don't overthrow capitalism, we won't have a chance of saving the world ecologically. I think it is possible to have an ecologically sound society under socialism. It is not possible under capitalism. And Maurice Strong, who was one of the founders of the UN Environmental Program and one of the authors of Agenda 21, says, isn't the only hope for the planet that the industrialized civilization collapse? Isn't it our responsibility to bring that about? How do you like that, folks? Isn't that amazing? So all of this that we have been told is a lie. And what is it really all about? It's about stealing our money. 
It is about redistribution of wealth. The fourth segment are the corrupt governments. And that was described because they keep the people powerless and dependent while creating the illusion of democracy and justice. They pretend to care for the people while they really use them as cash cows to enrich themselves. No, that can't be. This is not possible. Well, Bill Clinton's communications director, J. Gary Lawrence, said, participating in a U.N. advocated planning process would very likely bring out many who would actively work to defeat any elected official undertaking local Agenda 21. So we have to call it something else like sustainable development or comprehensive planning or growth management or smart growth or resilient cities. Well, what do those sustainable developments mean? If we go back and we look at Grohal and Brundtland, who was a friend of Hillary in a speech that she made in 1987, She said that sustainable development means the development of society that meets the needs of the present society without compromising the needs of future society to meet their own needs. In other words, you may do absolutely nothing without government approval. They're lying to us over and over and over again, and we are getting suckered into this. Uh, Timothy Worth, the president of the UN Foundation, said we have to ride this global warming issue. Even if the theory of global warming is wrong, we will be doing the right thing in terms of the economic and environmental policy. Daniel Botkin, an emeritus professor who contributed, said the only way to get our society to truly change is to frighten the people with the possibility of a catastrophe. The fifth group are the group that criminalizes law enforcement. And we can see that unfolding right now today with President Trump, with COVID, with many of the policies, getting rid of gas stoves, getting rid of cars, getting rid of all of these things. And worse than getting rid of is you talking about it, because the minute you open your mouth and talk about it, you could be subject to a fine or you could wind up in jail. So what do these people think of us? Well, Sir James Lovelock from the BBC, an interview, said that the biggest threat to the planet is people. There are too many people doing too well economically and burning too much oil. David Foreman from Earth First said, my three main goals would be to reduce human population to about 100 million worldwide, destroy the industrial infrastructure, and see wilderness with its full complement of species returning throughout the world as they are trying to do right now for anybody that has any kind of opposition. The left, the communists, the fascists can never handle opposition. Remember that it's very important. So they must criminalize law enforcement. They will corrupt 
the judiciary and unlawful taxes will keep the people poor and powerless. By unlawful taxes, we mean inflation. News, education, entertainment, the food industry, and big pharma must keep the masses confused, divided, and unhealthy. And there is J6, COVID, and Trump all over again. Now, JFK knew this. In a speech to Columbia University before Kennedy left for Dallas, Kennedy made this speech and he said, for we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies on covert means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system that has constricted vast human and material resources into the building of a tight-knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. And then he said, and when I return from my trip to Dallas, I will expose the secret society. Unfortunately, that never happened. Sadly, we never got to hear who the secret society was, but we certainly have a wonderful idea. All we have to do is look at the United Nations. Who are these people? Well, we keep on saying the people, the Democrats, the communists, the Marxists hate Americans. But how do we know that? Well, they tell us. Our problem is we don't listen. It's time that we started listening. Maurice Strong, who was one of the authors of Agenda 21, said that current lifestyles and consumption patterns of the affluent middle class involving high meat intake, use of fossil fuels, appliances, air conditioning, and suburban housing are not sustainable. What is Biden doing today as they are banning all of these items? Don't think they're not listening to these people, folks. These are the people. These are their fathers of their revolution. And if we don't learn who our enemy is, we won't be able to fight them. I'm going to tell you some of the things that they have told about America so that you will understand what they really think. Mikhail Gorbachev said, I envision the principles of the Earth Charter to be a new form of the Ten Commandments. They lay the foundation for sustainable global Earth community. Oh, really? I don't think so. David Browner, the founder of the Friends of the Earth, said the goal is now a socialist redistributionist society of which nature's proper steward and is society's only hope. Judy Barry said, if we don't overthrow capitalism, we don't have a chance of saving the world ecologically. I think it is possible to have an ecologically sound society under socialism. I don't think it is possible under capitalism. I told you what Maurice Strong said, 
but this one happens to be one of my favorites. This is Paul Ehrlich. He's a professor of population studies. A massive campaign must be launched to de-develop the United States. De-development means bringing our economic system into line with the rest of the realities of ecology and the world resource situation. Michael Oppenheimer, who was the Environmental Defense Fund, said the only hope for the world is to make sure that there is not another United States. We can't let other countries have the same number of cars, the same amount of industrialization that we have in the United States. We must stop them. David Foreman, co-founder of Earth First, said, we must make this an insecure and inhospitable place for capitalists and their projects. We must reclaim the roads and plowed land, halt dam construction, tear down existing dams, free shackled rivers, and return to the wilderness millions of acres of presently settled land. And that fits right in to where they want us to live in those 15-minute cities. There is a reason for everything they say and do. We just have to pay attention to it. So what actually would happen if we took everything and moved us into so sustainable developments, also known as 15-minute cities? And we gave up our money and we got those wonderful social credit cards, which will monitor everything we purchase. Well, Professor Maurice King said, global sustainability requires the deliberate quest of poverty, reduced resource consumptions, and set levels of morality control. Folks, this is about money power, and control. It has nothing to do with helping the people, which is the only charge that government has. Well, folks, I think you get the picture. These people hate us. They want to kill us, and we're making it easy for them. That's why I had Karen come on, and in the beginning, she talked about nullification. Nullification is one of the ways that we can fight back. If we don't fight back, folks, we are about to lose our country. The DNC has a plan. They even publish it. The GOP, I've asked and asked and asked, and I have gotten no plan. The Republicans are not going to save us. This is up to us. And if we don't get involved and we don't win the 2024 election, we will not have a country. The only good news that I can think of, and this is a stretch, was coming from the indictments of Donald Trump, because then we will get the opportunity to expose all of this evidence. Let's hope they listen. I don't know. It is a sad day in America when Americans won't pick up the fight. You've got to make it local. You've got to go to your local government. You've got to have them understand what's going on. And if you live in the state of Florida, Florida Statue 101.5604 says in its last sentence that a county must use the 
machines to count the votes. We need that must change to may. Why? Well, AI can take over the machine. And then what votes do we really have? Who knows? We have to be in control. We are in control, but we have to prove that we are in control. And the only way to do that is to go to meetings, to join committees, and to spread the word. Otherwise, America will become a communist country. Everything is in place. It's up to us to make it not happen. You've been listening to Karen Schoen. This is the prism of America's education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. And by going to the alliance and joining, you are taking the first step of taking our country back. Folks, the problem with these people is they believe what they say and we don't take them seriously. And it's time we start learning who is our enemy. You can't fight an enemy that you don't know. And that's what we have put ourselves in that predicament. We refuse to accept the fact that these people are not Americans. They hate us, and they would love us to become extinct. Thank you all for listening. See you again next week.